Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Talk Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the Cubs, who defeated the Rays last night 4-2, to winning the first game of this three-game series, improving their record to 6-4 and on the season. We saw Kyle Hendricks get the start in this one. He goes four innings, allows five hits, two earned runs, two walks, and six strikeouts. Not the Kyle Hendricks we are used to seeing. However, uh, this is a definite upgrade after the, the last start Hendricks had against the Pirates, which was not a good one at all. We also saw Keegan Thompson come out of the bullpen. He goes three scoreless innings with five strikeouts, allows only one hit. Really nice performance out of the pen for Keegan Thompson. And then we saw David Robertson go an inning, and he ends up walking one man, but also gets, uh, gets a strikeout, gets the save for the Cubs. So, Nice victory for the Cubs. They played a really good game. The game was very close until the seventh inning uh, when Ian Happ knocked home a RBI and RBI single to score Seiya Suzuki, who has now extended his hitting streak to nine straight games. He was named the NL Player of the Week a couple days ago. So uh, really impressive stuff here from Seiya Suzuki so far. And then uh, Ian Happ, you know, really nice RBI to knock in Suzuki. And that was a you know, huge turning point in this game for the Cubs. You also saw Patrick Wisdom hit his first home run of the season. So uh, Cubs you know, getting off to a really good start so far this year the pitching has definitely been a lot better than I think many people expected it to be uh they got to no they didn't get to Shane McClanahan early you only allowed one earned run uh in six innings pitched however no they got to the bullpen as they allowed uh Jason Adams allowed a hit the uh Rays reliever and then Javi Garcia also allowed also allowed a run so Really, uh, Cubs hitting core has gotten off to a very strong start this year behind guys like Suzuki. Nick Madrigal also had a two for four game. So really nice, impressive uh, win for the Cubs in this one. Their next game is going to be against the Rays tonight at 640. So that game, uh, the arms on the mound for the Cubs are going to be uh, Justin Steele. He'll be on the mound for the Cubs. And then on the mound for the Rays is going to be Matt Weisler. Weisler uh, is mainly been a bullpen arm. He is going to be used as an opener in this one versus is the Cubs so the Rays will then uh, move to a starting pitcher later in the game then Steele uh, has had a really good start to his year uh, his last out against the Rockies he goes four innings lost five hits two earned runs however against his uh, against the Brewers on the ninth he actually had a five inning game where he allowed only four hits and no earned runs so um, Justin Steele Hopefully going to be able to get back in the wing column uh, with the victory over the Rays tonight at 640. But uh, yeah, so far, Cubs have been playing some really good baseball. Uh, then there was some other news we need to talk about with the uh, Cubs. It's the uh, former Cubs pitcher, Jake Arrieta. He announced yesterday that he will be retiring from baseball at the age of 36. So Jake Arrieta... Um, uh, gonna be gonna be a Cubs legend, though, for his role in that 2016 team. We also saw him win a Cy Young award in 2015, uh, made an All Star game in 2016. So, uh, you know, has been became a really, you know, really big piece of this Cubs team. Ends up leaving for the Phillies, and uh, you know, came back to Chicago last year. Did not do too well, but uh, will always be remembered as a Cubs le- as a uh, Cubs legend for his work with the 2016 team and just the stats that he was able to put up here in Chicago. So. Uh, congratulations to Jake Arrieta for an amazing career. You know, the Cubs 
managed to get him for so little. I mean, he was on Baltimore, had been performing really badly in Baltimore, traded to Chicago, where he, you know, where he drastically changed his entire career. So, um, no, really, for Jake Arrieta, uh, no, it was it was a big, you no, know, it was a big luck thing. I think Chicago was probably the best place for him. You no, know, guys like Joe Madden, they're going to be able to develop him the best they possibly could, and uh, they were able to do that. So, uh, congratulations to Jake Arrieta for an amazing career uh, in the MLB. Now let's turn to the White Sox, who were supposed to be playing the Guardians today after yesterday's game was canceled due to bad weather. However, today's game has also been postponed, so there will now be a doubleheader for tomorrow uh, against the Guardians. So Sox, uh, once again, having some bad luck with the weather. Uh, so they will play a game at 110 tomorrow against the Guardians, and then they'll take on the Guardians again at 440. So not sure what the you know, the pitching rotation is going to look like there. Dallas Keuchel was scheduled to get the start today so I'm assuming he'll probably get the start for that 110 game and we'll most likely see a guy like Ronaldo Lopez or maybe we see Mike not Michael Kopech um I'm not sure who else because I'm thinking Michael Kopech last year he's usually the guy who will get the start in those double header games but most likely Ronaldo Lopez will be on the mound which should definitely hurt the bullpen a little bit for the Sox but still um there will be a double hider tomorrow. Then they'll take on the Indians, or I mean the Guardians, once again on Thursday. And then they will head to Minnesota to take on the Twins. So, uh, Sox, once again, another uh, another rain out here in Cleveland. Uh, now let's turn to the Blackhawks, who were defeated by the Calgary Flames last night, 5-2. to two. Now, improving the Flames record to 47-20-9. Hawks now fall to 25-40-11. We did see a few positives in this game. Alec Regula got his first NHL goal in this one. Uh, So... Really nice to see that on uh, his 13th career game. It was a weird one, a 60-foot shot from the point, which went off the post, and then it hits off Jacob Markstrom's back, which bounces in, but uh, he will take it. That's no good good, no good first goal for Alec Regula. Uh, there were some other positives. Kevin Lankinen, despite the fact that he did give up um, you know, three early goals in the first period, ends up you know, putting up 30 saves in this one, which was a pretty impressive performance from him. Then also Jake McCabe had a really good night. He's been playing pretty well after a uh, kind of slow season for him. He didn't allow a single scoring chance uh, when he was on the ice at even strength. And then he also finished with an assist. So really... Uh, really strong game from from Jake McCabe. I feel like he's definitely been playing a little bit better than he has earlier in the season. Uh, then we also saw uh, some other positives, no, a few other ones. So I thought uh, there were some positives from Tyler Johnson. He got on the score sheet for the first time since October 24th. But outside of that, not a lot of other things to talk about. The Flames are one of the best first period teams in the NHL. They jump on teams quickly, and they did it in Chicago last night. They scored three goals in that first period. So uh, they're actually ranked number one when it comes to uh, first period goal differential. So they are an incredible team when it comes to starting early, and they jump on a team very quickly. And there was no exception for the Hawks in this one. We saw uh, Johnny Grudeau, Elias, Hind- uh, Elias Hind- Lindholm, and Matthew Tuchuk uh, all have been playing outstanding. Uh, they actually have a forty-one pl- a, uh, plus forty-one goal differential, and I mean they've they been playing some outstanding hockey and they did it again last night they all had uh really strong games Goudreau with two goals in this one to chuck with two assists so um no really a really good game from all three of those guys but uh right now 
Hawks, you know, another, you know, another okay performance. I think, you know, with the Flames, you can't really, you know, you can't really expect to be able to to win these games. And with a team like the Flames, well, it's not going to be easy. I mean, they're a Stanley Cup contender for a reason because they are just incredibly good. So uh, for the Hawks, not a ton of positives, but uh, the Hawks will now be looking towards their road trip to the West Coast in a couple days. They're going to be taking on uh, the they'll be taking on the Arizona Coyotes tomorrow at nine o'clock, and they'll take on the Kings Thursday, and then Saturday they will take on the San Jose Shark, who they just played on the 14th. So. Hawks uh, not going to be able to get back in the win column here. And we have some other news. Lucas Reichel has been sent back down to the AHL. He just logged only nine minutes of ice time on uh, in last night's game, which is the lowest of his all of his uh, recent NHL starts. So um, for Reichel, his NHL season will be done. Derek King basically confirmed that he will be sent he will be sent back down to AHL or to the AHL team in Rockford for the rest of the season, so they can now push towards a uh, playoff berth, which they have not had since 2018 so uh really for Reichel I wouldn't say it was a disappoint actually I would kind of say it was a disappointing uh stint with the you know with the Blackhawks no we didn't really see a whole lot out of him and we saw some chances you no know, he he had some chances to get some goals and there were you know, a couple opportunities where he didn't really um he didn't really look all that comfortable. He did have one assist in 11 games. The Hawks was a minus eight. Had 15 shot on, shots on goal. Uh, I, think we'll, I think we'll definitely see him become a lot more comfortable in the NHL. But um, it was not a great stint in the NHL for Reichel. I don't really even know why they kept him up for so long. I think it honestly would have just been better if they were to send him down to the AHL and just let him play there because I think um, you know, you're not going to benefit the Blackhawks. And even if he, he came in here and you know, put up Austin Matthews numbers, I mean, he really isn't going to benefit the Blackhawks at all. So um, honestly, I didn't understand you know, calling him up. Uh, no, I understand calling him up when he was hot, but uh, when he you know, when he came to the NHL, I thought you, know, you maybe could have just sent him back down to the AHL, let them use him in the way that they can but uh that's going to be it for today's episode of the podcast thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you guys tomorrow